Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you for joining me today. And today I'm going to share with you three news of this week. The first one is uh, from Science News for Students. This news is very interesting. Is um, yeah, it's the website. The official website is scienceforstudents.org. And then the title of this news is "A Sense of Touch Could Upgrade Virtual Reality." Um, yeah, and more. So this article is written by Catherine uh, K. Um, around October seven. So pretty much in short, this news is that the scientist is trying to use haptic uh, touch integrate inside virtual reality so people can feel more. Because um, imagine you go to a virtual reality world. Oh. Yeah, imagine you go to virtual reality world and you couldn't sense anything, right? You can probably, you know, see things, hear things. But right now, um, um, scientists start, uh, still start finding out how to make people start feeling things. So during COVID, we all know that um, VR, AR kind of flourish just because, um, you know, we couldn't meet uh, in person, right? So um, how to make this types of experience experience, virtual experience feels more real, then we have to, you know, integrate with uh, haptic experience and sand experience. And in this article, it talks about a lot of uh, neuroscientists start uh, doing the research. Uh, because our sense of touch is very complicated. So it's kind of like we need to activate. There's a cells. Uh, vibration. Um, let me share with you. Mm, yeah. Okay. So um, in our sense of um, touch, there's something like, like there are some, um, you know, uh, profession science, uh, science um, like different like types of like energy and length of wave to call or to activate uh, some part of our sense uh, so we can feel uh, the sense of touch. So pretty much um, um, in this paragraph, you can see, for instance, vibration caused by textures cause different types of wave energy. Yeah, I know right now it's a little bit of science, science facts, but I think this will help you to understand like what's going on. So pretty much there will be a wave energy to get into our skin. And there's a part of our skin called Pacinian uh, receptors. Once the wave energy of the texture reach to this sensor called Pacinian uh, receptors, then we can start feeling uh, the, the sense of touch. And um, um, this is kind of like, you can even see the graph graph pretty much. Uh, and this actually, this types of wave is also called Rayleigh wave. Very interesting. So, uh, and every animals has def, uh, has different, uh, like needs different death of Pacinian corp corpses. 
and uh, uh, the lens of wavelengths. Yeah, it's very, very interesting to see, like, for example, the lens, uh, how deep this lens can reach out to your um, proscenium receptors inside your skin and how fast it is vibrating. So different animals has different degrees of, uh, you know, like the, the combination of the depth of the proscenium receptors also combined with the uh, wavelengths. So like how fast it vibrates. So yeah, so pretty much in this news, it talks about in uh, right now in different uh, universities, a lot of uh, uh, neuroscientists, they are trying to uh, start working on a lot of haptic feedback device. Um, one of it in the picture you can see it's on the wrist, right? Because um, um, we have our sense, we can touch something, but uh, in our wrist, we have a lot of, uh, you know, like nerves that can be pretty much, uh, you know, I would say manipulate through that wrist device. So yeah, so um, a lot of universities, they start producing some artificial uh, vibrators, uh, kind of like uh, put on your limbs so you can start feeling uh, a sense of touch. And also in this article, it talks about ghost limb, right? Some people who lost their, their leg or their limb, one of their limb, um, then uh, they can pretty much use this technology and start feeling that they can, you know, they, they can start feeling that they are touching something, even though they didn't really uh, touch it because they lost one of their limbs. And then through virtual realities, you can pretty much see things, right? And then you can feel things. So uh, what I would say is that it's very interesting to see this happening because in this article, it also says that uh, for the remote, um, you know, doctors, remote doctors, they want to touch uh, patient's stomach or they want to touch the patient's pulse, right? And touch the patient in order to have more accurate uh, diagnose. However, um, just by videos is not enough, right? So by implementing this technology, doctors can easily, uh, you know, do the virtual diagnose and uh, kind of more effectively help patients to get the, the proper treatment. Yeah, cool. So any thoughts for the news? Feel free to unmute yourself and share your thoughts. <clears throat> any thoughts? That's really crazy. It's how so, so much goes into an app or, you know, like you said, when they make the the arm for the yeah. yeah that's really cool yeah so yeah and you see university of chicago researchers attach the stripes of different materials to a rotating drone and they are kind of like uh kind of measuring what types of you know uh vibrations uh for in someone's skins as the ver uh, variety of textures move across their fingers so pretty much by doing this you know you can start, you know, doing the mapping, right? You can start uh, testing uh, the, the different 
density of the waves or the speed of the wave, right? And then they can manipulate these types of textures. When you wear your VR headset, right? And then when you kind of fakely touch something and, you know, this types of texture attached on top of the virtual object will start sending the uh, information to your wrist. Yeah. So, yeah, so you can feel like, for example, if you squeeze a lemon, you can feel like, wow, I can feel the, the lemon. Yeah, just by putting on your wrist, because you see all the nerves need to go to the wrist, right? And wrist is kind of somewhere it's very stable, right? Because if you put fingers, sometimes, you know, it's kind of a really, for, for example, if you put every rings on your tips and you couldn't even touch anything, right? But Every, since every nerve uh, system goes to your uh, wrist, so it's really easy just wearing like a wearable device, then it can kind of just manipulate or stimulate all your nerves around here. Yeah, and it's kind of the same, same feelings. As long as your brain can sense the, the touch, the touch part can feel it. Then, yeah, so I find out this is very, very cool. Yeah. So yeah, so this is the first news. And the second news is, this is on Nest, uh, Nest Golf, nestgolf.com. The, the, uh, the title is called Augmented and Virtual Reality Setup for Military Maintenance. Um, the article it was written by John Breedham. Okay, so in this article, it talks about uh, that the military maintenance uh, uh, when using virtual reality for military maintenance, it can help uh, you know, speed up the learning curve for the maintenance uh, technicians. For example, like in this, uh, you can see the, the, title, uh, the subtitle we have seen in similar scenarios at the large aerospace and defense company where technicians with hardly one year of experience have been to outperform technicians with four or five of experience. Yeah, so why? Because by wearing uh, augmented reality glasses, right? You pretty much can see all the problems because you, you see like AI and also like, you know, all the AR, right? All the technologies helps you to analyze and show you what's the problem, right? It takes years of years of learning to know what's the problem, but AI, AR, by wearing the AR glass or HoloLens mixed reality glasses, this will uh, just like obviously shows you the answer. All you need to do is just go and fix it. And sometimes, you know, um, those HoloLens glasses, there will be someone remotely help them to solve the problem. For example, they can, you know, because in every HoloLens or AR glass, there's, there's another camera shooting out, which means that people sitting remotely has more experience. They can kind of direct uh, through the audio, right? They can tell the technician what to do. Yeah, so pretty much by wearing that, not only you can just see the problems through the 
all the um, AI, AR analytics or, you know, everything just show in front of you, the, the data, live, uh, live data uh, will show in front of you, but also it can, you know, uh, have the remote system from someone who has more experience and they can, through the camera, they can see what's going on with the, the airplane and give you more proper instructions. So some people even said that mixed reality or AR glasses uh, applied in uh, the enterprise, it's kind of like it can make a novelties become instant expert because um, by putting all the information overlay on top of the, the device, someone who doesn't know what's going on can just jump in and start working on it by the simple step by step on your uh, screen or on your um, uh, device. So yeah, so this will really help people to, you know, to fix things or to, to not even have a lot of knowledge on the background, but just to just, it seems like a cheat sheet, right? Y you just jump in and you see all the uh, instructions and you just start working on it. And it's, and also there's, there will be a, you know, like a, a connection to someone who has more experience and kind of guide you and help you. So it's very interesting to see that AR can really help bringing up the training of staffs in a lot of different uh, um, areas such as military, um, aircraft maintenance or some enterprise training. Yeah, uh, yeah. any thoughts for this article or um, any feedback? You can unmute yourself. Uh, it kind of reminds me of when Pokemon Go was really popular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's so cool. Yeah, right. I mean, for me, I, I think that, um, um, you know, HoloLens or mixed reality device can definitely help, you know, enterprise to speed up the training, save the staffing cost, and also it can, you know, can reduce the error, right? And make things fast and, you know, yeah. So I think this is um, a very good applications for, um, yeah, for AR, VR in, uh, application inside the enterprise. Okay, the third news is on um, the culture, cultured, uh, cultured, uh, DMAC, cultured. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, the title of the article is called Virtual Reality Begins the Venice International Film Festival to the World. Yeah. So, pretty much um, like this year, the um, Venice International Film Festival will be both in person and online this year. Yeah, just because of COVID, I find out that everyone is, um, you know, migrating to like migrating or enhancing the online experience, especially a lot of in-person events. So which I think I, I, I personally really like it because it not only saves the gas, right? like reducing the CO2, right? Reducing the 
um, a, a lot of pollutions, but also we can save money, save time. And all I need to do is uh, open the computer and I can see all the abundant information. But another drawback is that it doesn't feel, you know, um, that immersive or you couldn't feel that real. It, it's just like another Zoom screen. And sometimes I will get distracted by other things happen. And I, I feel like I couldn't really learn a lot just by not really immersed inside that event. But um, I think by virtual reality, right? You kind of immerse yourself 100% inside that uh, VR space. So you can learn more. And you see like before, like the, our first news, it will integrate with the sense of touch and in the future will send, I mean, um, in our past, uh, some news uh, sessions, we talked about some sense, right? You can smell, for example, the rose or you can smell someone fart or the, the dynamite explosion, you can smell it. So by, you see like a haptic smell, right? Eyes, uh, audio, right? All those stuff can make people kind of feel like they are in the real place. So I think in this news, it talk, talks about, um, um, yeah, VR will uh, start, you know, become the kind of like if we couldn't really meet in person, then VR will be start become the new platform for people to join some festivals, right? So I think this is pretty good because um, this will definitely help people to, um, you know, involve, get involved or kind of like um, doing some innovations inside VR. And also I would say that uh, more people uh, in VR, that more people <clears throat> will, more, more content will be produced. The reason Part of the reason why that VR is not rocking the, the, the desktop version and, uh, you know, uh, the, the mobile phone, like the web content, was because there are not a lot of content uh, that needs VR device, right? So if we can kind of create more and more uh, high quality uh, VR content that more and more people will love, to use their VR headset. Yeah, imagine you buy a VR headset and just to play a certain, a, a small numbers of games and that's it, right? Versus if you, if you buy a VR headset and you can see like, you know, Venice International Field event and you can go to your, I don't know, social media platform, you can see the news, you can watch YouTube videos, you can do anything in this world besides eat, right? Like something um, mean, like maintain you to survive in this world, but otherwise you have, you, you can do anything, even working, right? Inside VR, then people start, people will start buying or view VR as an important elements inside their life. So yeah, so I think this news is pretty cool. A lot of events is starting uh, putting like a virtual reality as one of their uh, platforms for people to, you know, to join and enjoy the event. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, you can unmute yourself and share your thoughts.
Cool, cool. So hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I I think it's very cool to、uh, just like read the news on Saturday morning and then share with people what I see, and then yeah. So yeah. So thank you for joining me today, and、uh, I hopefully see you next Saturday. Okay. So yeah, thank you. Bye、mm. bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.